Hi, I'm Maddie. And I'm Caressa. You're not watching the Disney Channel right now. You're listening to Dreadfully Twisted. Just a trigger warning, this story involves violence and mental illness. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm excited to hear your case today. Uh, I mean, I'm not excited, <laughs> but like, I'm excited. Definitely not a good thing. I have no idea what you're talking about today. So <laughs> This is going to be a wild, wild ride. It Ooh. really is. <laughs> not in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. YouTuber... Trey Eric Sessler, also known as Mr. Anime or Lenscap Productions, started making YouTube videos at age 17. In September 2006, he began making content which consisted of short, funny videos and bloopers of himself and occasionally included his parents and brother. About a year after creating his channel, Lenscap Productions, he created a new channel called Mr. Anime where he reviewed movies and TV shows in the anime genre. He gained subscribers for posting honest and straightforward reviews by and by <laughs> talking is hard it really is talking is very hard and by 2011 he had posted over 300 videos that's a lot of videos that is a lot of videos yeah. i wish i could do that me videos. too can we post that many podcasts <laughs> <laughs> i hope so <laughs> he also reached 1 million views in 2011 alone Oh my god. Yeah, which at the time was an enormous amount and probably still is an enormous that amount. That is an enormous <laughs> amount because Jeremy tries to stream, my boyfriend, and like it's really hard to get that that many it views. Yeah. It's funny cuz I was looking at a case where my person mm-hmm. was like a streamer too or a YouTuber. Okay. Sorry, I made her lose her place. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lose my place by myself all the time. <laughs> Same sometimes our mouths just don't work (laughs) it's just my brain works too fast for my mouth yep yep same here (laughs) okay trey would still (laughs) upload his funny skits occasionally to try and mix up the content on his channel but little did his but little did his viewers know these funny skits would become more and more disturbing but before we get into that i want to talk a little bit about trey's life growing up Trey Sessler was born on August 3, 1989 in Waller, Texas. Growing up, he didn't get into much trouble and never complained about any bullying at school. Trey was a completely normal kid, but at age 13, he informed his teacher about a terrifying plan he had come up with. Get ready for this, because when I seen this, I was just, like, shook. (laughs) I'm, like, in suspense right now. Oh, God. Okay. (sighs) Here we go. Get ready for this, because this is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only laughing because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I laugh when I'm uncomfortable Me too. or nervous. Yep. So whenever I laugh during this, like, it, I don't think it's funny. It's just I don't know how to, like, react. Yeah, we are and not laughing. Murder is not funny. No, <laughs> it's just I'm uncomfortable. Yep. And I'm, like, yep. ex- ex- anxious. Not excited, but, like, anxious <laughs> to hear what's going to happen. Okay, sorry. He had told his teacher that he was going to call 911 to complain about a suspicious shadow lingering outside of the window at his parents' home. Then... He would wait in the woods nearby for police to arrive, club them in the head with a baseball bat, take their firearm, and head to his friend's house and shoot him. I know. Wait, 
wait what, what? <laughs> tell know. me that again <laughs> <laughs> all right he would do this to the police he was he, no he was gonna call yeah he was gonna call 911 complain about a suspicious shadow lingering outside the window like at his, at his yeah house. at his parents house he lived there with his parents. okay and he would wait in the woods nearby for them to arrive and then he would club the police with his baseball bat and take their firearm and head to his friend's house and shoot him with it okay so he shot his friend no, this was his plan. He was going. Oh, to. this was his plan. Yeah. I was like, this actually happened. No, he, this is the, okay. this is what he told his teacher that he was gonna do. Yeah. What? I, <laughs> first of all, the teacher. The, just, Why would? <laughs> okay. Does she report or do they report this? Okay. Well, here we go. I'm gonna. You're gonna see. You're about to see. About. <laughs> you about to find out. <laughs> this obviously raised concerns, and his parents made him see a psychiatrist. However, nothing came of this, and the whole situation was dropped by both the school and the police. Did the teacher tell the parents, though? Yeah. Yeah, they did, because they made him him go see a psychiatrist after that. Why would you think about doing... Especially your friend. I I know. Like, somebody that's your friend, you would never do that to. That's just insane. How does your mind, like, create that plan? Like, how... Like, your brain has to be really, like... It has to be really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I feel bad because he needs help, and obviously... Yep. He is... They were trying to get him help, mm-hmm. but that's just so sad. I know. Clearly, the help they were giving him was not the right help that he needed. Well, yeah. Which is really sad. La, 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 la. She finds her place back <laughs> in her notes. Even though I'm probably distracting her. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Trey was big into firearms and started to include them in his skit videos. But those skit videos slowly turned into demonstration videos on how to use them. In these videos, he would condemn gun violence and made it known that he had a strong stance against it. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, he condoned gun violence, but then said he had a strong view. No, no, he condemned it. Like, he did. Oh, okay. He was, like, like, he was against it. But he wanted to shoot his friend. Um, okay. Maybe it's because he was getting help. Uh, Yeah. And he was trying to, like, change. Yeah. Ish. (laughs) Change-ish. For most of 2011, he lived in his grandma's house by himself in Hempstead, Texas. He moved in soon after she passed away, mainly because his relationship with his father, Lawton. I like that name. Lawton. Yeah. It's different. I've never heard that before. Deteriorated due to Trey dropping out of college with his father, which his father was not happy with. But he also wanted to look after his grandma's home. While living alone, Trey's behavior was left unchecked, and he started to become obsessed with historical school shooters, such as, you guessed it, the Columbine, the Columbine shooters, and even became obsessed with the notorious serial killer, Ted Bundy. The two most, like, yeah, <laughs> people That's, always want to follow those. Yep. That's just crazy. Trey actually downloaded a satellite map of his old school, Waller High School, and started to plan a massacre of his own. His plan was to ram his car through the gate and courtyard before getting out and shooting as many people as possible with his .22 rifle, but not just yet. How old was he at this time? Um, you said he was born in 1989? Yeah. Okay, at this, so he was 22. 22? Yeah, he's oh. 22 at this time. Okay. Okay, this part, viewer discretion is definitely advised. It... It really made me upset. Okay, here we go. I love animals, so obviously this was, like, extremely (laughs) difficult to... I have four animals. Yep, we love animals, so this was, like, horrible. Okay. Well, thank you for preparing me. Yeah, (laughs) I 
I warned you guys. I warned you. <laughs> if you okay. want to skip ahead, we yeah. completely understand. Yeah. Now's the time. <laughs> Rumors started to circulate online that he was using live animals, including his pet rabbit, as target practice. Towards the end of 2011, arguments between himself, his father, and his brother became a lot more frequent and were mainly caused by Trey's alcohol abuse, which had gotten considerably worse. Then, at Christmas time, he told his friend he was planning to kill his father because Trey believed his dad saw him as a crazy, unstable lowlife who would never do anything with his life. Trey's father believed he was a little misguided and lost, but still had hope for his son. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, he is lost. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's more than lost. Unfortunately, he, <laughs> he really needs help. Yeah, he definitely does. On February 2012, he uploaded a video called Mr. Anime is Planning Something. Here is the actual audio from the video. Well, hi everybody, it's Mr. Anime here, and I'm recording on my MacBook's webcam, and my MacBook's from like four years ago, so the webcam's not that great, so you'll have to bear with me. This is just an update video to let you guys know that, uh, I'm going to reward myself with a, probably a two or three week break coming up here from YouTube videos, uh, anime reviews in particular. I might do some blog stuff. Um, I want to thank you guys a lot for sticking with me and watching the channel. Uh, I got more subscribers than ever. I have more views than ever and uh, everything is going really good. So um, I'll probably be putting out some blog videos, like I said. And I hope you enjoy those blog videos. I hope you definitely enjoy those. And um, the Google AdSense thing has been going great. And uh, I really appreciate you guys um, clicking on my uh, page. Well, I won't say it, but you guys know what to do. And I'll, uh, I'll see you with some blog videos. Thanks for watching my channel. That's interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. I mean, he was trying to take a break, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was going to take a break, but that didn't work out. <laughs> he did not end up taking a break. Because on I mean, yeah. I relate to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Relatable. On a different level. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give myself a break ever. <laughs> and when I say I, whenever I say I'm going to, it never happens. And then I'm like, oh, I should do this instead. Yep. <laughs> work on something else. On March 13th, 2012, he put up a video called Mr. Anime's New Job in which he talks about getting a job in the film industry, which later was found out not to be true. Like, the film industry is, like, movies? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. But he actually didn't even end up getting a film job at all. So... Well, maybe he was planning to, and it just yeah. didn't happen. I don't know. But, but here, here is the video. Yeah, here's the video. Well, hey, everybody, what's going on? It's Mr. Anime here. And well, I have some pretty good news. It's not, well, I have some kind of bad news, but it is good news. The good news is that I now found a full-time job in a department that I'm uh, interested in, which is film. I'm still gonna be doing the Google thing though, and I'm still gonna be doing videos. So keep supporting Mr. Anime. I'll still be doing anime reviews, but probably not as many, because this job will be full-time. But thanks to all of y'all, I've been able to be recognized by some people, and I'm going to be doing some good stuff. Mr. Anime Season 2, we've had a lot of history together. But I'm going to be gone for some work. 
and I might need you to help me. What do you say? Come on. Think about it. You, sir. Uh, you, cool. sir. Cool. So please support me. Uh, keep watching Mr. Anime Reviews. Thanks to everyone. Everyone. All you guys. Even though I think I'm the only one here. And of course, click my... Well, you know what to do. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Over the four or five years. I appreciate it a lot. Okay. So I watched that video, like she had it like faced to the um, microphone and I it was literally like right in front of my face. One, he kind of sounds like he's under the influence of something like drunk or something. Oh, yeah, he is. He, he, he's like slurring his words. And then super two, like shaky. His voice is like yeah. super shaky. And then two, like I felt uncomfortable watching. That. Yeah, me too. I felt so uncomfortable and I was just like, I don't want to be watching this I right know. now. I know. I feel like all of his videos are like that. Like you watch it and you're just like, oh, like this is really like uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say something else, but I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, I just felt uncomfortable. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It definitely was. Okay. And about, you know, the drinking, here it comes. Okay. <laughs> well, I did a good segue yeah. there. Yep. <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> A week later, on March 19th, 2012, Trey was reportedly binge drinking throughout the night into the morning. At some point in the early hours, he called his mother, Rhonda, into their garage. Okay, viewer discretion, here we go. <laughs> and shot her at point-blank range four times in the chest. His mother died instantly. Trey later stated in a police interview that this was a defining moment for him. In his confession, he stated, I couldn't just go and tell my brother and dad that I just killed my mom. He was now fully committed to his plan. After Trey shot his mother, his brother overheard the gunshots coming from the garage and called out to Trey to investigate. Trey went inside the house and shot his brother in the head. This time, Trey's father, Lawton, heard, Lawton, <laughs> overheard the gunshots and sat up in bed confused and asked what was going on. Trey stepped away from his brother, who was lying on the floor in a pool of his own blood, and into his parents' bedroom. He then shot his father in the head twice. In his confession, Trey explained that after shooting his father dead in the bedroom, he retraced his footsteps through the house to ensure that nobody else was, quote, still in pain. Trey's brother, Mark, who miraculously er, described, survived the one gunshot wound to his head, was still alive as he had managed to crawl into the bathroom and lock the door behind himself while Trey was in the bathroom murdering their father. You this is really... He, he was in the bathroom murder, murdering their father or the bedroom? No, he was in the bedroom. Because you just said... His, <laughs> yeah. No, his brother <laughs> snuck into the bath, like, into the bathroom. Okay. <clears throat> Even though he got shot in the head, which is, like, crazy. That's, I, like, insane. I know. Like, wow. That is, like, a miracle. It and really is. something was watching over him. Okay, but, um... Yeah, it doesn't end oh, very well. No, I was hoping that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I was I know. Hoping. I had hope. I really had hope because I was like, oh, my gosh, how he's going to make it. How could you do this to your family? I know. Oh, this, like, this I'm makes me so sick. close with my family. Like, this literally is tearing up my insides. Like, whenever she's, like, saying that, I literally just had my eyes closed. I know. So I was like, I, I don't I understand. Okay. It's horrible. Keep going. <laughs> like, how? I just have so I many just, like, questions. I want to cry right I know, now. me too. <laughs> this case just is, this is, like, a really terrible horrible depressing case yeah <laughs> realizing that his brother was still alive trey broke down the bathroom door finding mark 
who he had once described as his best friend, curled up into the fetal position on the floor. Okay, if you described him as your best friend, then why would you do this? Exactly. That's like, exactly my point. Like, you would be really close at that point. Like, and the fact that he loved his family so much, like, um, okay, seems like it. <laughs> like, did you though? Did you though? Then, sadly, Trey shot him again in the head, and this time ensuring his death. Trey then retraced his steps to his mother, shooting her in the head also. Which I don't understand because she was already dead. He was probably doing that because he was like, oh, my brother didn't die, so I have to shoot mom again yeah. because she yeah. might still be alive. Yeah, I guess so. That's probably what he was and thinking. And he just wanted to like, reassure himself that they're not alive anymore, mm-hmm. which is insane and crazy. It I really can't is. even imagine. And, like, imagine, like, do they have any other family members, like a like other grandparents or anything? Um... Well, they do have, like, distant family, I guess, because okay. at one point they call the police. Well, yeah, and it's just, like, sad because, like, you lost your whole family. I know. It's horrible. Like, a whole part of your family. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like, uh And everybody's probably, like, so confused, like, everybody else in the family because like, they couldn't like, get in this, touch with them. Like, like how did this happen? I know. Ugh. Later in Trey's confession, he stated, The thing about my family is I would protect them with my life, but if anyone were to were going to hurt them, it would be me. That statement just confuses me it's so much. so contradicting because, like, you say you would protect them with all of you, but then you said if anybody would hurt them, it would be me. So, like, you just... I'm trying to think about this in my head right now. Yeah. Like, you just, like, backtracked your whole entire statement. Like, it doesn't... It's contradicting itself. Yeah doesn't make sense it you can't say one thing and then also say the other thing it just doesn't make sense Mm-mm. that is confusing it is <laughs> it really is like like i was just like trying to wrap my head around it i'm like trying to make sense of like the statement and i just couldn't it's like uh, it doesn't make sense it doesn't following the murder of his entire family trey proceeded to trash and destroy the house he flew into a rage and wrecked the contents of his family home and killed the rest of the remaining pets how many pets did they have? You know, I couldn't find that. But I know they had a bunny. Oh. I know for sure bunny. they had a bunny. I know. It's so sad. This case makes me so sad. I hate... Okay, I'm just gonna say this. I hate whenever, like, there's, like, a case you're, like, looking at or, like, reading about or you hear about and they always, like, lock the dog in, like, the next room mm-hmm. or they hurt the animal. Like, why? why? I know. The animal could have lived without, like, it, it's They're not so, gonna call the police on you. Exactly. They're so and, like, innocent. Like, what did they do? And Nothing. animals are, like, pure and, like, so amazing. Why would you hurt something? I and, like, know. again, why would you hurt your family? They're probably so amazing, too. Exactly. Like, they deserve to live and you just cut their life short. Mm-hmm. And then you had to kill the animals, too? Like, it's just so sad. I know. That, like, broke me. That makes me angry. That. I know. <laughs> it makes me angry, it, but so sad at yep. the same time. Because, like, I could never imagine doing that. Like, Mm-mm. I would protect my family and my animals with, like, with my all life. of me. <laughs> like, I would die for them. Me too. And I would never hurt them. Uh-huh. After this, he wrote confessions on the wall, doors, and cabinets, such as, I will never forgive my state of mind, and I love my family. Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> I mean, it is sad because he did need help. And you can feel sorry for, like, who he was before this, not who he was after it yeah. happened. Because he has to know, like, this is wrong. But he just couldn't control that. And it's just sad because he did need help. But if he would have got, got the help that he needed, 
I mean, I know he was seeing a psychiatrist, but obviously that wasn't helping. More help. Like, yeah, more help. He something needed else. more help. It's just sad. And what he was, like, if he was on antidepressants or something, like, obviously those weren't working out. So he yeah. should have tried something gotten, else. Yeah, he should have gotten more help than he should have. And probably would have totally avoided this whole entire mm-hmm. situation, this whole case. That happens with a lot of them, though. Mm-hmm. This is so crazy. This is only in 2012. I know. Like, that doesn't feel that long ago. I know. <laughs> like, it feels like it was, like, th- like two years I ago. I seriously. But I'm like, wait, that was, like, it's 2023 now. I know. That was, like, it, 11 years it ago. It does feel like it was two years ago. It, it really, really does. does. <laughs> <laughs> we said the same time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is why we're friends, guys. <laughs> well, lifelong friends. Yeah, lifelong <laughs> friends. We are besties forever. We are, we are conjoined. Like, I'm pretty sure I knew you since, like, you were born. Yeah. <laughs> Trey then fled the house. In his 2020 Black Ford Mustang, taking his rifle with him. Wait, the- 2020? Yeah. This was in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, how did he, like, time travel? <laughs> how did he go to 2020 and then go back to 2012? Well, that's Ford. not right. <laughs> Just say Ford Mustang. You don't have to say the I year. Don't, I, I said the year earlier in here, and I don't remember what year it was. But refer back to then if you want to know what year the Mustang is. Just do a quick rewind yeah. and then come back. <laughs> the police were called by worried neighbors who had heard the gunfire coming from the house, as well as concerned relatives who could not get in contact with the family. As police arrived at the Sessler home at 1 o'clock p.m. on March 20th, 2012, they found a message written on the front door. It read, I will never forgive myself. God forgive me. Police described the house as a war zone. A manhunt began to find Trey Sessler, which ended when he was found at a friend's house less than 24 hours later. He was arrested and charged with three counts of capital murder. While in custody, Trey told law enforcement that he was ready to take out his plans on the school and said the only reason he killed his family was so they didn't have to endure any pain or suffering for what he was about to do and spare them from the knowledge of the school shooting he was about to commit. Okay, so you want to spare them pain, but then you killed them? Yeah. In the most horrific that was, way? That was his version of sparing them pain. That's not at all. How about you just don't do any of this? Yeah. You spare them then. I mean, obviously your mind has to be like really messed up That's to like, just, think I, like that. I can't fathom that. I know. It's just crazy. Investigators began interrogating Trey, trying to understand why a seemingly normal 22-year-old would murder his own family in such a way. Trey immediately confessed to the killings. The police described his demeanor in the interrogation as constantly changing and shifting. He would go from acting matter-of-fact about what happened, bluntly and unemotionally telling the police in detail what he had done, before he would shift to become frantically over-emotional and upset, seemingly unable to process that he had murdered his whole family. Through interrogation, the disturbing details of his full plan emerged. As Trey fled his family home, he drove and parked the car in the parking lot of his old school, Waller Junior High. He confessed he planned to commit a mass shooting with the highest body count for the time, basing his intentions around the Columbine school shooting massacre. He twisted aspiration. His he twi- <laughs> he twisted aspiration. His twisted aspiration. Dreadfully twisted. <laughs> Dreadfully twisted. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry i had to plug that That's, that was so inappropriate i'm so sorry <laughs> no that was like the perfect you had to take that opportunity <laughs> <laughs> okay so he twisted his whatever whatever he said <laughs> okay his twisted aspiration for yeah his twisted aspiration his twisted aspiration was to become the biggest mass shooter murdering at least 70 people and gaining infamy through the through the country his plan involved waiting for the waller junior high homecoming game where he would shoot into the stands the ensuing panic and chaos would mean that trey would then shoot and kill as many people as possible before he killed oh <laughs> before <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing because you're like oh <laughs> when you realized you messed up it was like... happens to me all the time yeah <laughs> happens to the best of us before he himself was shot or caught by police Trey had even been practicing for the execution of his plan he explained to the police that he had been going around the town of Waller at night and starting small fires and shooting empty buildings. When asked why Trey abandoned the school shooting plan and went to his friend's house instead, Trey explained that the murder of his family had made everything too real. Now that he had taken human life, especially the lives of the people that he loved in the world most, he realized the weight of his actions and he could no longer continue with his sick plan. The full weight of the situation hit him as he sat in his black Ford Mustang, not from 2020, <laughs> in the parking lot of Waller Junior High, and he knew that he would never see his family again. This moment likely stopped a much larger tragedy from occurring in Waller, Texas. So the school shooting never occurred because killing his family was too much for him. Well, I mean, that, that's good that, and that's bad yeah. because... At least he didn't kill 70 yeah. people, which 70 people is a lot of people. And a lot of them would have been kids. That's, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, they're just little kids. I know. So sad. What did they do to you? I know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and I'm, we're not meaning to laugh. We're just laughing kind of because we're uncomfortable. Yep. Yep. And to kind of make light of a terrible situation so please don't think that we're laughing because we think this is funny we yeah. do not think it's funny it's, not funny at it's all. just we're making light of the situation we that's why just, we're making jokes we are fun people because <laughs> i'm uncomfortable so i'm like i feel like i have to lighten this up a little bit yeah. because otherwise it would be really hard to listen to mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to make it lighter than what it i means. would probably sit there and cry the whole time exactly we like i was tearing up earlier so <laughs> yeah. i was like i gotta yep. like like make this a little bit lighter <laughs> So I apologize if that offends anyone. I just try to make light of the situation because this is terrible. It was later reported that Trey had a morbid fascination fascination with the deaths of his family, asking interrogators for details about the autopsy reports and asking which shot delivered the fatal blows. Well, that's interesting. That just gave me chills through my whole entire body. Because why? Why, oh, why would you ask that? Your you own shot family. them in the head, <laughs> and like that's your family. You should show like emotion, and you that's should, what you're asking. Like after this, like that's you're not, what you're you're, like, you don't about. even care that you shot them. You're just like, oh, what was the final blow? Like that's just terrible. The fact that that's what he's worried about that just scares me. Like that just shows how much of a monster he really mm-hmm. is. He also confessed to police that he couldn't go two or three days without thinking about committing violent acts. 
Further evidence of Trey's mental decline leading up to the murder of his family was soon uncovered. Two weeks before the murders, Trey had called the police stating that the bullets stating that bullets were whizzing past his head and that he had guns and he quote was ready. As well, a high school friend who had become a police officer stated that Trey had called him and quizzed him about the legality of body armor for civilians in the week prior. When police searched the Sessler house and Trey's computers and notebooks, they found that Trey was obsessed with serial killers to the point of grading their work and giving them ratings, eerily similar to the ratings he gave in his anime reviews. That, that is terrifying another chill like whole yep. entire chill through my I, whole I entire body too. i got why one would you like okay i understand i'm interested in true crime obviously that's why we're doing this podcast yeah. but i would never sit there and rate them like that's... i want to talk about how bad of people they mm-hmm. are not like how great of people they are and like grade them that's terrible like oh this person was great let's give them a 10 that's what the heck like that the... literally gave me chills like that freaks me out that is terrible. That people actually think that. That actually gave me chills. Like, people actually think that. I know. <laughs> it's terrifying insane. to think about. The police felt that this serial killer ranking was to help Trey formulate his own plan for the mass shooting, studying which approach would give him the highest kill count. They also noticed his particular obsession with the videos of the Columbine school shooting and Eric and Dylan who committed the massacre that killed 13 people in October 1999. Police seized a half a dozen weapons from his grandmother's property and ammunition of various calibers. Trey pled guilty to the murders and was sentenced in August 2012. He was given life without the possibility of parole and has not appealed or contested this ruling. It is reported that he believes he belongs behind bars. And we think so, too. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously you belong behind bars because you killed four people. Yeah. But three people. Three your people. family. You killed your family. Um, but like... That's insane. And you're <laughs> planning to kill, like, I can't even, I can't even. Can you even wrap your head around I this can't, whole case? I because, can't wrap like, my head around <laughs> it. Because I can't, <laughs> I can't either. How could you do this? I don't know. It's just a mind of a serial, a mind of a killer. Well, I mean, it's just. <laughs> would he be considered a serial, serial killer because he killed three yeah, people? Not like serial killer. I mean, like. But like a mass murderer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he was planning a mass shooting. So yeah, but he and he also killed yeah, people and he killed, at the same time. Yeah. So I guess that which was his family. Yeah. Just to remind you. Just to remind you and the pets. Yeah. Don't Those forget innocent the pets. pets. I just I can't like. Yeah, you belong behind bars. Yeah, definitely, definitely belongs behind bars. In the years since this case occurred, there have been many rumors circulating around the internet that Trey had some at some point taken his own life or died however these rumors are false as he is currently incarcerated under the texas department of criminal justice at the jester the fourth facility it is often used as a short-term holding facility for the most violent and mentally ill offenders when prisoners are experiencing a violent and mental health break however some prisoners are reportedly held for much longer also i was you know i was reading this and they said that there's only like 500 and some prisoners that are there so like it's like the worst of the worst like mental health and like violent like the most violent people yeah or they go there so yeah was 500 a lot or not a lot of people in a prison i mean i feel like that's not a lot yeah i I was like i don't think that's yeah i don't think that's a lot 
It is unknown exactly how long Trey has been at the Jester the Fourth, at Jester the Fourth, but he is still currently held there. Before this, it is reported that Trey had been transferred to a few different facilities, but it seems that Trey is now a long-term resident at Jester the Fourth. Trey's YouTube account was not terminated by YouTube until September 2020. Get this. Which means his eerie videos were left up for more than eight years after the murders. But you can still find them, though, right? Yeah, people re-upload them. Okay, like, I was going to say, because you pulled those up. I was like... Yeah, see, it says these... Um, um, so when he did these, like, YouTube videos, and did he do, like... He would talk about, like, weird stuff, but, like, did he do anything, like, beyond creepy? Like... Um, well, it went from, like, him showing off his guns okay. to, like, pointing them to himself and, like, you know, stuff like... like you just gotta watch these videos. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I mean, if if you want to prepare I mean, yourself, showing but... off guns is okay. So my boyfriend and I watch a streamer on Twitch, and he has guns in the back while he's streaming. But like, he doesn't do like he doesn't point them at his head yeah. or anything. Like, if a viewer asks to like see them, he'll be like, "Yeah, it's this one." He'll like show it off like a little bit, but like, mm -hmm. so the, I don't really find that part like in, like entirely creepy. Yeah. But I find like the pointing at your head is creepy and you should not do that on twitch like on non twitch <laughs> on youtube sorry i was thinking about twitch um you shouldn't do that on youtube and i think now if you do that your video will get blocked because mm -hmm. you're not allowed to show that and even on twitch you're not really allowed to show the guns like but you can like show them for like a brief second yeah but like you're not allowed to do anything else with them you will get like yeah because he stuff. would like point them at the camera so like that's like, insane like that. that it took them eight years to i can't believe that youtube took eight years to take his account down that doesn't make any sense that to is me. insane that doesn't make any sense to me that does not <laughs> sorry we got <laughs> no, off, okay. off a little tangent there <laughs> of course like everything online these videos still exist and will likely continue to be uploaded across different platforms because people re-upload them. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably find them on Twitter. Mostly, I found them on YouTube, but, you know. Yeah. Probably on TikTok. Now. Yeah. Under the re-uploaded video of Mr. Anime's new job, Trey's best friend from school shared a little more information about him. His comment stated, Trey was my best friend in high school and college. I was in several of his videos on his YouTube channel, Lens Cat Productions. This was really disturbing and out of the blue. He was not violent. I don't think he ever got into a fight. He was disturbed, however. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people say like, oh, I would never imagine this person to do this or I would never think that they would do this. But you really don't know people. I, yeah. Like, you really don't know you them. You really don't. Like, you can trust them to like a certain point, but you don't know what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why like I have a hard time trusting a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're going to do. But like, you just got to understand like anybody's capable of anything. Mm hmm especially like these days like oh yeah. it's just so i have a question i don't know if you know this or not yeah sorry i'm asking like a lot of questions no, it's okay. <laughs> did he actually make money from his youtube channel not that i know of okay i don't think so because i know now you can yeah but i was just wondering at that time did he actually make yeah money i don't from think it? i don't think he did because no, if cause his dad was mad that he couldn't get a job mm -hmm. so he wasn't making any money well a lot of youtubers and streamers like that they their like their parents think that that's not a job yeah but they do make a good decent mm -hmm. amount of money with it but i was just wondering since this was in 2012 yeah. it's completely different than like nowadays and i was wondering if he actually made money from it because that maybe that's why mm -hmm. he didn't get any other job yeah but just a little side note <laughs> little thing that i was just wondering yeah from what i've seen because i know yeah. a little bit about that because yeah <laughs> <laughs> just wondering i wasn't aware 
he was on antidepressants because he kept personal stuff pretty hidden. He seemed like a normal dude, just nerdy and quiet. Often, I blame myself because I wish I'd talked with him more. This was his best friend saying this, right? Yeah, this okay. was his best friend in high school and college. He said, I wish I'd talked with him more, reached out more, and maybe this could have been avoided. He loved his family and would even die for them, which he wrote in the crime scene. I'll never understand what happened. I miss Rhonda, Lawton, and Mark so much. And I miss my old friend Trey. I'd give anything to go back seven years to when everything was normal. Us just making anime reviews and silly little action movies on YouTube. That's not how the world works, sadly. And I hope his story can help someone else in the future. Talk to your friends. Try to get them help. Don't let them go down a path of darkness. That gave me chills. I know. <laughs> That's so sad. I, know. I mean, I wish he would have got help because then those three people would have been alive still. And the fact that his best friend blames himself. like Yeah, I mean. That hurts. <laughs> It's probably survivor's guilt. Yeah. Because was he the friend that he went to their house after the murders? Um, oh, because I was going to say that would have a lot to do with it, too. But, I mean. It could have been. I don't know. I was just wondering. I don't think I, I didn't see anything about mm-hmm. who, what, which friend he went to. I mean, it's sad that he blames himself because he probably thinks like, oh, I should have noticed it. Mm-hmm. I should have known that this was going on because like it's, it's your best friend. You you feel like yeah. you should know when they're going through something mm-hmm. that's difficult. But you can't blame yourself. I mean, he was in out of college at this point he, yeah. and stuff. So like you're getting your life together. So you have other things to worry about. Yeah. You can't. I mean, I understand how he feels bad. And he probably was really close with, like, his, like, Trey's family. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. It really is sad. But you can't, he can't blame himself. He cannot because. It's how, not his How fault. would you know? Yeah. How would you know? Because he didn't even tell him the yeah. deep stuff. He didn't, he actually said in there, he kept his private life hidden. Like, he kept mm-hmm. all that stuff inside hidden. So, how would he know? Exactly. He couldn't have known. He can't. There's no way. He can't read his mind. I mean, I mean, obviously, he knew he was, like, disturbed. Like, he said he knew he was disturbed, like, had some problems like mental problems but he didn't know it was that bad yeah he didn't know it was to that extent yeah he didn't know so he what was his like sentence did he get like so many years in jail he got life without parole life without parole did you say that yeah okay i'm sorry no it's okay (laughs) (laughs) and i calculated it so he was born in 1989 and it's 2023 he's 34 he is not like that's like still so young i know he really is. Like, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. I just, I just he still got his whole life in there. To exactly. Go. Like, don't do that. Don't, don't, <laughs> do not kill anybody and do not think about killing anybody. And always help your friends. Always check in with them. Yeah. Make sure they're not about to do some crazy shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure they're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That case was, wow. Normally with like true crime cases, if I'm listening to a podcast, like, there's only like a few that like I've actually heard of that were like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. I can't understand this. Yeah, and like that fully gave me chills. Yeah, like that case was just that was like one that I'm never gonna be able to forget. Oh like, my neck, the one that I'm gonna do next week, or well, you're mm-hmm. not gonna be here next week. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah, guys, I'm gonna be going on vacation this week or this weekend until next Sunday, so not gonna be here so we're not gonna we're probably not going to record just because like i haven't even got my research done yet <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i haven't even started it's your vacation too <laughs> we're having a vacation week guys i know we just I started. Still work. <laughs> 
that's okay but like also like blew my mind oh man i'm ready i'm i'm scared (laughs) yes like i'm nervous uh being not i don't want to say like being a fan of true crime but being so intrigued by true crime being intrigued with it and like always listening to podcasts and like watching documentaries and like watching little like Mm -hmm. videos on youtube like i am so paranoid now i know me too (laughs) i always have to make sure the door is locked no matter what i know and i didn't lock the door whenever you came in and i was like i probably should have locked the door because normally i do and i didn't but i'm like it's okay that's okay if anybody comes in i'll hit them with the one two (laughs) (laughs) uh it's okay i feel safe because jeremy's home but (laughs) we'll send we'll send out the dogs on him yeah (laughs) Okay, so um, last time we didn't do this, but we forgot to plug in our social media. <laughs> yeah, we did not even think about this at all. <laughs> so on Facebook, you can find us at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. On Instagram, you can find us at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. On TikTok, you can find us at Dreadfully Twisted Podcast, I believe. Oh, I'm playing a video. <laughs> Not the Titanic songs. <laughs> oh, no, it's just... Okay, so on... Yeah, on TikTok, it's Dreadfully Twisted Podcast. Um, we also have an email address. It's dreadfully twisted podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send in some stories that you've survived through or any scary stories like paranormal, because I want to go over paranormal stuff as well on this too, so it's not just true yeah. crime. And if um, there's like... You know, any cases that you want us to cover, yeah. send those in, too, because yeah. we'll do research on them and cover them for yeah, sure. Yeah, that would be great, because finding some of the cases are really hard. I know, yeah. And we want to know what you guys want to, like, hear, so. Yeah, and we would want to tell, like, stories from, if we do have anybody listening, we would want to tell stories, because I have a couple, like, paranormal stories that I would love to share with you. Oh, yeah. And then, we um. should do, like, a whole episode on, like, paranormal experiences. I do, yeah, because I had a really crazy one a couple, a couple months too. ago. Yeah. And oh. I'm really excited to share that, but. Any, like, true crime, spooky, paranormal stuff that you would want to, like, send us that you want us to, like, look into, or if you had anything that you experienced or anybody that you know experienced it, please send it to our send email address. Send um, Oh, our Spotify, too. Oh, yeah. And our Spotify, which this would be for their listening to it all. It's <laughs> yeah. Dreadfully yeah. Twisted Dread- Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> go follow our Spotify. Yeah, go follow our Spotify. <laughs> no, seriously, please follow the yeah, Spotify. Yeah, please follow If you're listening, Spotify. please follow we're doing this just because we find it i don't want to say fun yeah (laughs) but to share with you guys yeah we want to inform the listeners yeah because the crazy people of the world i i want to help people and i feel like this would help people know about the crazy things that happen in the world even back in like back in the old days yeah back in the olden days <laughs> you know way back when <laughs> I, I might cover some like 1800s cases i don't know yeah. because they're really hard to research so i'm not entirely I, sure I know, there's like not a lot about them like yeah I it's mean, hard because like, i is. i try to research hh Holmes, but i'm just like this is too difficult mm-hmm. for me right now because yep. there's so much around that case that you don't know if it's true or not there so. was one that i found so like interesting i mean like not like interesting but like intriguing like, intriguing yeah um it was um (laughs) (laughs) oh it was in the it was like 1820 or something like that it was an 1820 case i can't remember it was like about this lady who would poison like like her family i don't know it might be (laughs) it might be (laughs) 
I don't remember. All I can think about whenever I think about poison because of Bigly Sarian. She was like poisoning people. I I can't remember how she did it. I think she put like I don't know, something crazy. It was something like so crazy. Yeah, but you can't remember. It was like out there. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to find that again. Yeah. But anyway, we've gotten off a little tangent again. (laughs) But go ahead, follow our social medias and if you think of any cases or anything you can let us know um and yeah we'll see you guys not next week but the week after the week after (laughs) so stay positive spread positivity be kind and check on your friends check on your friends and have a good week have a good week bye bye